Hey, this is Joshua Soloway, pastor at Ethos in Hillsborough Village. If you joined us last week, you remember we were in Matthew chapter 6, and Jesus gives us some words regarding prayer. He says, when you pray, go to your inner closet, shut the door, and your Father who sees you will reward you. And we took some time to think about the question, what if we reserved our best for God in the private places of our lives? And just a few verses later, Jesus is going to say, when you pray, pray like this. And you may have heard of it. It's the Lord's Prayer. And today we're going to approach the Lord's Prayer in a unique way through an exercise called Lectio Divina. If you aren't familiar with Lectio Divina, Cody's going to explain it. I encourage you, though, as you listen, to participate along with us. It's going to require you to sit still, to listen for the voice of God. I really trust that as you listen, God is going to minister to your soul. Enjoy your time today in Matthew 6. So um, if you have been here with us for any kind of long-ish or even medium period of time recently, uh, you know we are finishing up, like right now we are just finished up this big, huge, long series that Josh led us through called, anyone know the name? Back to Basics. That's right. Everybody knows. You could probably come up here and give the intro he gave like 10,000 times. It's like burning our brains now. But um, so we are finishing that up. We finished that up two weeks ago. It was amazing. But what it was is just kind of a, it's almost like this big, just information blast for like 16 or 17 straight weeks. Like we were doing some really heavy sledding, just a whole lot of like digging deep on what it means to practically walk with the Lord in some of these like Christian practices, what that looks like in your life, what that looks like in our hearts, why we do it. So it was just a lot. It was just a lot for like 15 to 16 straight weeks. And so what we wanted to do before we dive into another series that we're going to be doing as ethos as a whole, just take a couple weeks to just kind of step back and chill a little bit together and reflect and be quiet and rest. And so this morning, like you notice, we did one more song on the front end. We're going to do one more song on the back end. We want it to be really worshipful, very worship driven this morning. And one of the ways that we're going to do that and end our second week of, of resting in this space uh, is, is doing, uh, actually, let me preface a little bit more. Josh, last week, who was here last week? Anybody? If you're here last week, Josh led us through this chapter in Matthew 6 where Jesus is given the Sermon on the Mount. He specifically dialed in on prayer and what prayer looks like. So Jesus says prayer is not this thing that we do to be seen by others, right? Like we don't heap up a bunch of words in public to gain accolade for ourselves and stuff like that. If that's your goal when you're praying, if you practice your righteousness to be seen by men, when people see you and they think well of you and they like exalt you in their heart, you've already got your reward. Like you have got the thing that you are actually going for. But if your actual desire is to know the Father and to come to him so that he can give to you from himself, if that's your goal, then what you want to do is you want to go in, you want to into your room, you want to shut the door, you want to pray to your father who is in secret, not in public, not around everybody where everybody gets a little glimpse in on this. You want to go and be with your father in secret and your father who sees in secret 
will reward you. Like he's actually listening. He's gonna see you, he's gonna hear you, and he's gonna respond because he's a generous father like that. So that's what Josh preached on last week. That's where we were camping out. This week, we're gonna use our time together to enter into uh, something that's called Lectio Divina that we have done before. Who's been here for a while and done Lectio with us? So like a smattering of hands. Um, that sounds, it's, can we just acknowledge that sounds really weird? It sounds like so like mystical, like we're going to enter into a time of Lectio Divina. Sam said, uh, it's like we're going to enter into a time of Wingardium Leviosa <laughs> in, the, in the back. It's so true. So just to let you know, Lectio Divina is not some weird mystic thing. What it really is, is just that, that literally means the divine word. And so that we're just going to enter into a time of letting the word of God be read over us as the people of God. We're going to quiet ourselves. We're going to listen for the voice of God through his word as he speaks to us. We're going to do that as a group of believers together. So not super weird, not anything unusual. Just got kind of a quirky name to it. Um, where am I at? Yeah, so we're just going to quiet ourselves. We're going to be here. We're going to be present in this moment. And I'm going to take, me and Sarah actually, are going to take the passage that Josh was coming out of last week, which is where Jesus gives the Lord's Prayer. We're going to read that over us a few times, and we're going to reflect on it together. So just logistically, sorry, this sounds super like sterile and callous, but I'm trying to like prep you for what we're about to do. Um, logistically what this looks like. Sarah and I are going to come up here. Sarah's going to read uh, an intro over us. It's going to kind of just get us in the moment, try to get us in this headspace here, get our hearts prepared to hear and listen to the Lord. After we do that, she and I are going to alternate reading that passage, Matthew 6, over us three times. So we're going to read it slowly once, and then we're going to leave some space some just quietness for a minute or two. That's gonna feel weird because we really don't like silence in large groups of people. It's gonna feel awkward, but it's awesome. Lean into that silence. Just sit in it and reflect on what the Lord is speaking to you. So as we read this, whatever jumps out to you, grab onto that, reflect on it. We believe that that's the Lord like speaking to you through his word. Do your best to kind of like imagine being there with Jesus on the mountainside. So when Jesus is saying this, he's literally sitting on a mountainside surrounded by crowds of people right by the Sea of Galilee. And they're listening to him speak these words about what it's like to live in the kingdom of God. So picture that, like do the best you can to kind of like place yourself there. What would it be like to sit on that mountainside right by Jesus and have this man say, hey, this is what the kingdom of God is like. Okay, so try to place yourself there. Anything that jumps out to you, grab a hold of it, reflect onto it. If distractions come into your mind, if you're like me, distractions just derail me immediately because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm distracted. I'm thinking about my week coming up ahead. I'm a horrible Christian. Like if I was really a good Christian, like I wouldn't even have this distraction at all. And then all of a sudden my whole mind and heart are on that thing and how bad I am at doing this thing that we're doing right now. Don't do that. Distractions come and just let them go. Just acknowledge, yes, I got a busy week coming ahead. I'll deal with that when it comes. Just let it pass. Don't let distractions derail you. So um, that's what it's going to look like. We're going to do this three times with some space in between. Breathe in, breathe out. Just be here. Be in this moment. Uh, and then after we're done, 
Um, actually, before we even do this, I'm gonna have you guys gather up in groups of three to five. And then for like five to 10 minutes or so, we're gonna talk about what you hear. What do you hear in that time? What in that passage is speaking to you? What was new? Like maybe you've heard that passage a thousand times and something new jumped out to you. Maybe this is the first time you've ever really dug into this passage and it's really fresh. Like we're just going to talk with one another about what the Lord is speaking to us in this passage. So is that cool? Does that kind of make sense? So we're going to do that in small groups. And then after that, we're going to kind of put our chairs back together and we're just going to have a little bit of time of sharing as a group what, what jumped out to you, what was talked about in your group. Was there anything cool? Was there anything unique that stuck out? No pressure with any of this. This is not your vibe if you're like talking in front of 70 people. Not my thing. Zero pressure to do it, okay? Um, it's just an invitation to be in this moment together. So that's the logistics and the thinking behind all of this. Does that kind of make sense? Okay. So if it feels weird, that's okay. We really think this is an awesome time. There's been some amazing conversations and just unique insights that come out of Lectio every time we do it. So um, don't be afraid of the weirdness. It's gonna be really fun. Uh, Before I invite Sarah to come up and read over us, if you could go ahead and find your group of like three to five people. Let's not make it any more than five people. It gets a little too big at that point. And two is just weird. We can always get one more in. So um, find your people three to five. We've done this like a thousand times with back to basics. So you guys are used to the practice. Take just a second. As you do that, go ahead and introduce chairs. Make this place your living room. The whole vibe. I'm going to call everybody back. We're going to go ahead and get started. I hope you all introduce yourselves to each other. Um, I'm going to kind of just draw us into being present and to a time of quiet to prepare us for Lectio Divina. So I want to invite all of you to close your eyes and take a slow, deep breath in and let it out. Take another deep breath in and focus on the air filling your lungs before you release it. Now I want you to continue taking slow, deep breaths in and out. And as you do, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to clear your mind. If any distractions come in, let them pass through like a cloud. Now ask the Holy Spirit to calm your mind. Any burdens that you came in with today, I want you to release them. Lastly, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to open your mind, that you would be receptive to hear the truths of Scripture.
Now take one more deep breath in and pray, God, let me hear from you today. These are the words of Jesus. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases like the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. These are the words of Jesus. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. 
Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. They love to stand and pray in the synagogue and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you that they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door. Pray to your father who is in secret. Your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you, but if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Be quiet for just a little bit longer.
right, cool. If you guys want to talk in your groups, what stood out to you? What did you hear for maybe the first time ever? What struck you different? What did you hear that was like maybe you put yourself there and it, it hit you in a, in a different way for the first time ever? Maybe you didn't really hear anything. That's okay. You can say that. Um, anything. Anything that stood out. Go ahead. And we're going to open up just a little bit of time to talk amongst ourselves. And uh, then I'm going to bring us back in. We're going to talk real briefly as a group. Then we're going to take communion and then worship together. So have at it. All right, very cool. Hey, thank you guys so much. This is awesome. Everyone's like genuinely chatting. That is always so encouraging when that happens. The first like 30 seconds is always like, who, who wants to go first? Awkward silence, and then it always turns into this. It's awesome. So um, thank you guys for participating. I hope your groups were great. We're going to take a, a little bit of time now. Go ahead and straighten your chairs back out, back in these rows that we had them in. Um, and what we're going to do now, I would just love to hear from anybody who's willing to just speak it out loud in front of the whole group, like what, what stood out to you? What was talked about in your group that was left an impact or uh, that was new and was fresh that you feel like was insight you gained or, you know, a question you had, that, anything, anything. I would love to just open up and talk a little bit of time about as a group, as a communal group here. So who wants to go first? Awkward. Sorry, it's not awkward. I made it awkward by saying that, but anybody? Oh, a tie, a tie. Interesting. Tie goes to Eric. I'm going to give it to him. Awesome. That's huge. I'll say uh, this is actually a Wants things that are so just immediate and so 
That's huge. Thank you for sharing. That's a little husband-wife combo share right there. That was really good. Anybody else? Holt, yes. Thank you for raising your hand. Awesome. Yeah. It's such, that's always been such a, a weird paradox to me that Jesus is like, your father already knows. Like, he already knows. Like, so I think the logical implication that I think is, so you don't even need to ask him. He already knows. Like, you don't need to ask somebody for something that they already know you need. They're going to give it. But Jesus draws the exact opposite conclusion, which is so paradoxical to us. He's like, your dad, your heavenly father knows exactly what you need. So ask him for it. Go ahead and lean in and ask him for it. He knows about it. He's like ready for you to come in and ask for it and give it to you. So it's so easy for me to be like, oh, my dad knows I need that. So that means I don't have to draw near to him and ask. But Jesus is like, no, no. The knowledge of your father is meant to lead you in closer to him. He wants you to ask. He doesn't just want you to know that he knows. He wants you to know that he knows and still come to him and ask. It's such a cool, weird paradox. And I'm always like downshifting back into the other reality that Jesus wants us to come out of, I think. So it's awesome. Yes, thank you for sharing. Yes. This passage and reflecting on it kind of intersected or confirmed something that a mentor spoke into my life on Friday, actually. He was challenging me rethink my understanding of who God is and, and some of God's characteristics or attributes. Because he was saying, you know, Josiah, you wouldn't be struggling, or you, you wouldn't sin in this particular way if I were in the room. Would you have, you wouldn't struggle to have a conversation with me if I were in the room, would you? What, what then is wrong with your understanding of God if he is omnipresent, if he's always there, like praying with people around versus praying in private shouldn't be any different. Um, and like living righteously, if with that correct understanding of God um, changes everything. And in that passage, the idea that God sees in secret um, reinforced that idea of like, Yes, God is always present. God is fully knowing. And he had challenged me to be looking at scripture for where that truth is, to have that reinforced, to like begin changing that theology for me, to, to really have it set in. 
know, it's good to reflect on that this morning to be reminded that, yeah, God is always there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. It's hard to flip that switch in your mind. I think that's why Jesus teaches it so distinctly, just because it's so easy for us to put so much distance between us and God. He's up there. We're down here. He's on the spiritual level realm. I can't access that. And I'm in the physical world. And Jesus is always, always pushing back on that and being like, no, your father is always accessible, always there, always knows all about you. So don't hide things from him. He knows these things, bring them to him. And so um, that's huge. I love that Jesus speaks into that. And I love that your mentor is speaking that into you. That's so cool. So um, let's do like one more as a family together. And then we're going to do communion and worship some more. Anyone else? Close us out with something good. Yes. So huge. What's big about that to me is that Jesus goes on to model that with his life. Like he doesn't just say, hey, you guys pray like this. Father, your will be done. Okay, cool. I'm going to go do my own thing. And then like he's a few weeks later is in the garden and he's like, I don't want to be nailed to a tree. Like, I don't want to be crucified and bled out and die over six hours. I don't want that. But, Father, like, your will be done. Like, this is, what I want is subservient to what you want. And I love that. I love that Jesus teaches that and then goes on to model, like, the fullest extent of it. So big. So that's a huge insight. And, and reading something as, you know, normal as the Lord's Prayer in a setting like this does have this way of, like, giving it this new freshness. And that's why we do this, is like stuff that we've heard over and over and over and over again. Sometimes you need to hear it one more time in the right circumstance, in the right way for it to actually land on you. So that's why we do this. I, we love doing this, Lectio, as a, as a family, and I hope it's been good for you this morning. I would challenge you, like, do this with your friends. Like, if you are looking to cultivate community and, like, gathering around the Word together, this is a super easy, chill great, powerful thing to do. So we encourage you to adopt this practice if you want. Uh, We are going to move into a time of communion as a family together. We're going to take this as a family. So uh, I'm going to invite you guys to stand up, exit towards the center, grab communion on any of the tables in the corner, and then come back on the outside, back to your chair. Uh, Hold on to the elements, and then we're going to Take those together as a family, and then Will and Sam are going to come back and, and lead us through one more time of worship together.